Welcome to the Intuitively You podcast, where we chat all things intuitive eating, body image, finding peace with food, and so much more. I'm your host, Jen Baswick, intuitive eating dietitian and embodiment coach, and I'm your guide along your journey to food freedom so that you can improve your relationship with food and your body to no longer hold you back from living your best, most fulfilling life. We'll be chatting about all the real talk, the tips and tricks, the struggles, and most importantly, how you, yes you, can finally find peace with food and your body. After each episode, I'll be sure to wrap it up with some takeaways for you to implement in your life, so make sure to stick around until the end. Now, let's dive into today's episode. This episode is going to be all about binge eating versus overeating. What is the difference between the two? So we are going to clear the air on that together. But before we dive in, guess what? (laughs) Some very exciting news podcast related. We officially have over 100,000 downloads of the Intuitively You podcast, and we don't even have 50 episodes yet. I am just mind blown. You guys are phenomenal, and thank you so much for tuning in and being here and listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me, and this is all thanks to you guys. I truly could not be here doing what I'm doing and spreading these messages about food freedom and intuitive eating and becoming your most authentic self through working through these struggles with food if it wasn't for you. And I'm just, yeah, I have really no words, but I'm just incredibly excited and feeling a lot of gratitude. I know the numbers don't really necessarily mean anything, but hitting that milestone just feels like such a cool accomplishment, especially for my past self of being someone who used to struggle with binge eating and being so in the depths of feeling stuck and like I would never be able to feel chill and comfortable and at peace with food. You know, like this is just wild that now here we are sharing everything that I do about overcoming these struggles on this podcast and we've had over a hundred thousand downloads. Like what? Pinch me a little bit. So Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's really what I want to say right now. And I do want to record a special episode as a thank you to you and a celebration of this milestone for the Intuitively You podcast. And I really want it to be an interactive one. I want you to take part in this episode. So it's going to be kind of a like, ask me anything Q&A style episode. So if you have something you've been wondering about, if you want my input on something that you're struggling with when it comes to your relationship with food, you have any burning questions, you want tips on something, you just want to know something about me, whatever it is, I want to hear from you and answer all of your questions on the podcast. So This is what we're going to do. This is how it's going to go down. And again, I just want this to be about you and have this be a thank you to you for tuning in. So I'm going to drop a link in the show notes. It's going to be a link where you can go to submit your questions. This is theintuitivenutritionist.com slash podcast Q. 
slash podcast and the letter Q. That Q is important because if you just go to podcast, it's just the normal podcast page. So make sure you put the Q there or just go click the link in the show notes and then you'll be able to submit your questions. And there are two ways you can submit your questions. First way is for you to write it out in a little form that I have if you want to submit your question in written style, if that feels good to you. Or the way that I would love for you to submit your question, because I think it'd be extra fun, is to send in a little voice note message for me to answer on the podcast. So you would get to speak your question out loud and I'll be able to play it and answer your question for you like that live on the podcast. And I know maybe, and of course, this may feel like a little intimidating to record a voice message like that. Know that pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone is where we grow. (laughs) Of course, you don't need to force yourself, but it would be really fun to just hear from you, hear your voice, and be able to yeah, hear you ask the question because I think it makes it a little bit more um, relatable, a little more personable to do it that way. So if you feel comfortable doing that, maybe you want to write it out before speaking it out loud. If that makes you feel more comfortable, go for it. Or if that really doesn't feel comfortable, please, by all means, just write it out in the little form. But if you're feeling interested in doing that voice note, basically you'll click the button on the page that I've linked in the show notes, and then you'll be able to record your message. It has to be one minute or less, and you'll it'll just take you through like being able to record it. You can play it back before you submit it to make sure you're good with it. Um, and then you can add your name to that. And when I'm going to be sharing these questions or your voice messages, I'll ever only share your first name. And if you would prefer to stay completely anonymous without even having your first name there, just please be sure to note that wherever you're submitting your question that you want to stay anonymous. But I will usually say your first name when I'm answering your question. So you know, it's your question (laughs) and you can um, know that that's being answered for you. So I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited to hear your questions. Anything is on the table, whatever you're wondering about when it comes to food freedom, binge eating, overeating, emotional eating, this whole journey, intuitive eating, gentle nutrition, body image, mindset, whatever, (laughs) everything's on the table. Please ask anything at all. You have until the end of the day, Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. So that's about roughly two weeks from when this podcast episode or just under two weeks from when this podcast episode is airing to submit your questions for this special fun episode. So be sure to just go ahead and do that right now while it's top of mind for you. I want to make sure that I'm supporting you all directly and I'm very excited to be offering this you know, fun extra bonus podcast celebration episode (laughs) to you and all the listeners of the Intuitively You podcast. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am just so grateful that you're here in general. And before we dive into the episode, I do just want to know also, if you feel inclined to do so, please rate or review the podcast I would love to hear your feedback. Um, I know on Spotify, you can kind of rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can rate it and leave a review. And if you would 
feel so inclined to leave a review. That would be wonderful to hear from you. And I just appreciate you so much. So thank you for being here. And I'm excited, really excited to answer your questions. So get your questions in. Again, the link to go to is theintuitivenutritionist.com slash podcast Q. And it's also linked for you in the show notes just for you to easily go there and click it. So without further ado, let's dive into our episode today. Binge eating versus overeating. This one can honestly be quite confusing. What is really the difference between binge eating versus overeating? Of course, there are some key technical differences between these two struggles with food. However, I think it's really important to note different individuals may have different perspectives on their own experiences, and these two terms can sometimes be used interchangeably depending on how the individual using the term is viewing their experience. So all of this to be said, what we're talking about in this episode is not discrediting whatever, however you describe your eating experience. I think that's unique to everyone, but really just shedding more light on these technical terms um, so that we can have more clarity and maybe that'll help you have a little bit more clarity between the difference of these two things of binge eating and overeating. And I really, really want to stress no matter what kind of box you might put yourself in or the terminology that your struggles with food fit into, you still deserve support no matter what. You deserve support. There absolutely can be different needs that may come up in terms of the type of support and treatment that you get based on the different symptoms and maybe severity of those symptoms that you have in your relationship with food, but know that it is up to the provider and healthcare team to determine what that may be. Regardless of what it is, if you're struggling in your relationship with food, you deserve to feel better with that. And I'm going to repeat it one more time because I really want you to remember this. And I think it's very important to me as well. No matter what, you deserve support. You deserve to improve your relationship with food and you deserve to feel better from any of these food-related symptoms that may be impacting your day-to-day life like binge eating and overeating. So, and before we really dive into defining the difference between these things, I really want to you to remember that this is all for informational purposes only, and it may not fit perfectly your personal situation, and this none of this is medical advice. Please speak to your own healthcare team to check in on what is right for you before trying or implementing any of the information you hear on the podcast. None of this is to replace any medical treatment, advice, or diagnosis. So all for your information and learning purposes, definitely always be looking out for the best interest of you and your health and your well-being. Now, let's dive into defining these two terms. First, we're going to do binge eating and then we'll go into overeating. So let's paint the full what is binge eating uh, picture for you. So binge eating as opposed to overeating is defined by eating a large amount of food within a relatively short period of time and is accompanied with a feeling of loss of control. So some key things there, eating a large amount of food in a relatively short period of time 
with a feeling of loss of control. So really a big key difference here is that the amount of food is potentially larger when it comes to binge eating. The short period of time is just, it's maybe a little bit more rushed and condensed. And um, I, don't, I don't know if I want to use the word panicky, but maybe that helps to describe it a bit. And then the feeling of loss of control, sometimes people will describe that as um, almost blacking out or not even being conscious of what they're doing in this experience. And it may, you may be experiencing binge eating even if those things look different from what I just described. But if this sounds like what you might be experiencing, you might be experiencing binge eating. If you want to learn more about binge eating specifically, I have a whole blog post for you all about what binge eating is. I'll link that for you in the show notes too. It's like a deeper dive into this definition of it and what it looks like. So you can go check that out too if you want to learn even more about binge eating. And then a big difference really between binge eating and overeating is that binge eating can also be classified into an eating disorder diagnosis, which is within the DSM-5 from the American Psychiatric Association, um, and it's called binge eating disorder. So this is the quote unquote technical stuff, if you will. Now, please remember what I said at the beginning. I'm going to share this technical, you know, diagnostic criteria stuff, but it does not mean that if you don't meet this criteria that you can't reach out for support and get help for your struggles with food. And again, also noting that this is not substitute for medical advice or a diagnosis. Please reach out to your own healthcare team to figure that out for yourself. But just to regurgitate what the binge eating disorder is defined as by the DSM-5, it's these key points. So first point is recurring episodes of binge eating, which is that definition that I described just before this, which means eating that large amount of food within a distinct period of time with loss of control. And then it's meeting three or more of the five following criteria in relation to these binge eating episodes. So one is eating much more rapidly than normal. Two is eating until feeling very uncomfortably full. Three is eating large amounts of food when not feeling physically hungry. Four is eating alone because of being embarrassed by how much one is eating. And five is feeling disgusted with oneself, depressed, or very guilty after doing this act of eating a lot of food. So those are, you meet three of those. And then there's also some other characteristics of distress regarding binge eating behaviors. So you're feeling quite distressed about that mentally. Binge eating occurs on average at least once a week for three months, and there is no um, presence of compensatory behaviors. So what I mean by that is like things like purging or taking laxatives to compensate for the binges. So that would be a different eating disorder if that was present, if those behaviors were present. So that is, again, just the technical stuff. I want to reiterate that that is the technical definition. I think it's very important to know these things in terms of diagnoses and getting support, but I also don't think that putting ourselves into boxes is necessarily the most helpful. Like I said, if you are struggling, if you are feeling off, if you are 
you know, your relationship with food is impacting your day-to-day negatively, you deserve support no matter what, no matter if it fits some kind of criteria or not. Okay. So please know that maybe some of these things can give you clarity, but regardless of what they are, you deserve support. So that's my little spiel for you on binge eating. Okay. So we kind of covered what that is. Now, let's look at what overeating is, right? Because we're looking at binge eating versus overeating. So how do we decipher between these two things, between binge eating and overeating? To do so, let's take a look at what the definition of overeating is now. So according to, I believe I got this from Cambridge Dictionary, um, their definition of overeating is, and I quote, the action of eating more food than your body needs, especially so that you feel uncomfortably full. And you may be like, okay, but that sounds the same as binge eating. <laughs> Stay with me. Let me explain a little bit more of the differences and how you can maybe know when it might be different or what might be going on. So my take on this is that when you overeat, you're eating to the point where you are pushing yourself past a level of comfortable fullness into an area of being overly full. And this itself can also happen with binge eating, but it's a little different because it's not as, may I say, extreme, right? But overeating can be best explained when looking at the hungerfulness scale. And I do have a visual to go along with this of the hungerfulness scale that will be in the um, like blog post show notes version of this episode. So I will link that for you in the um, episode show notes in the description. So you can go take a look at this visual. You will see it in the blog post style of the episode. It is the hungerfulness scale. So really what this scale looks like to describe it for you in words is that it's a scale of zero to 10 of zero being like super painfully hungry. It's like primal hunger, very intense, very urgent, all the way over to extremely full, very uncomfortable, almost feeling like nauseous full. So from extreme hunger to extreme fullness and everything in between. This is what this scale is. And Really, this is not another rule or thing to follow. This hungerfulness scale is just for you to have something to objectively measure your hunger and fullness because it can be so subjective and wishy-washy that this tool really helps you to define it and understand better what's going on and better how to connect to your body's cues. So really what this looks like, again, to describe zero to two are really the overly hungry range. And then from three to seven is what I like to call the sweet spot in the middle. And then from eight to 10 is when we're overly full, right? And those are all at varying degrees, five in the middle being neutral, not hungry, nor full. Okay, so that middle part, what I call the sweet spot when it comes to hunger and fullness from a level three to a seven is where we feel most comfortable, right? Things aren't feeling off or overly hungry or overly full. We're just content and comfortable. On the fullness side of things, since we're talking about overeating, right? You can see or like if you're imagining this in your mind that once you get past or to a level of eight, 
you're getting into an overly full, slightly uncomfortable place. And then going up to a nine and a 10, it gets increasingly more uncomfortable from there. And when looking at the differences between binge eating and overeating, overeating is much more common than binge eating. This can happen on, uh, you know, for more people more commonly. A classic example of this is if you imagine Thanksgiving dinner during holidays centered around food like Thanksgiving, it's very common for people to overeat and get to that point where it's like, okay, I maybe had a little more than was meant for me at this meal or with this dessert. Now I need to like unbutton my pants kind of thing. When there's a lot of tasty foods around, maybe once you don't get very often, we get excited. We're not really maybe paying attention to our body's cues. So we may get to that point of uncomfortably full. And let me say, like, this is totally normal. (laughs) If that's you, that's me too. Like that happens. And when these instances happen, it doesn't mean that you've done something wrong or you're bad or, you know, it's something to be fixed. Like it's very common and overeating from time to time is definitely normal and it's nothing to beat yourself up about. So I really want to even just shed light on that nuance. But of course, as with any of these struggles with binge eating or overeating, if it is impacting you negatively and it's really kind of taking over and making you feel badly, you want to look at that and um, feel better from there, of course. So hopefully that description helps. But to even further this, I created a little checklist, if you will, of some questions that you can ask like ask yourself or maybe answer that may help to get even more clarity on this binge eating versus overeating thing. Again, same thing applies that I've been saying the entire episode. This checklist does not make you any more or less deserving of support in your struggles with food. And it also does not substitute for that medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Just please use this as a checklist, um, as a point of like reference to learn more about yourself and what might be going on for you. So I have five questions and I'll tell you what like a yes or no would maybe mean or might mean, right? Because there's gray areas in all of this, but generally speaking, this would be my checklist for you. Do you experience a feeling of loss of control when eating? This is a key characteristic when it comes to binge eating and potentially one of the biggest differentiating factors. So if yes, if you do experience a feeling of loss of control in eating, it might be binge eating. If no or not really, it might be overeating. Okay, that's the first one. Second one, do you have a feeling of blacking out or you know, not being kind of conscious when eating in this eating experience? Many binge eaters describe having this feeling of a binge episode be almost like a blur, whereas with overeating, you may be more conscious and aware of what's going on in the moment. So if you have this feeling of, quote unquote, blacking out or however you want to describe that, it might be binge eating. If not, it might be overeating. Again, with all of these, there's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of nuance. So we're just speaking generally here um, to try and like tease out some of these differentiating factors. Number three, what level of guilt or shame do you feel afterwards? Although you may feel guilt and shame with both of these experiences, often those struggling with binge eating experience quite high levels of guilt and shame when it comes to food. So 
If your answer was feeling a lot of guilt and shame, maybe it's binge eating. If your answer is like some or not much or no guilt or shame, maybe it's overeating. Okay. (laughs) Then number four, would the amount of food that you had be described as maybe overly excessive? And that's such a term that I don't love, but it can be, again, helpful in differentiating. And of course, in either binge eating or overeating, you're eating more food than the comfortable amount for you and your body. And even though the amount itself is kind of vague, binge eating is typically a larger amount of food. So the answers here for this checklist one would be if you are seeing or thinking that, it yes, it's an overly excessive amount of food, it might be binge eating. And if it's just more food than comfortable, but not quite overly excessive, maybe it's overeating. And then my last kind of checklist question is, are you eating in secrecy? Since there is a lot of shame involved with binge eating, binge eaters often do it in secret while alone. Overeating can, of course, happen in this instance too, but it is more common to not wait until you're alone to overeat. It could just happen kind of at any instance of eating or meal, um, even when others are present. So if, yes, you are eating in secrecy or doing these experiences in secrecy, maybe it's binge eating. And if no, maybe it's overeating. So again, those questions you maybe, you know, that helps provide some clarity. Maybe it's just some more information for you to learn about yourself. None of it is right or wrong. Please know that. And also, before I close out this episode, I want you to know that you could be experiencing both. And if you're trying to find the answer between which one it is and you're just feeling even more confused, maybe it's both because we can absolutely be someone who experiences binge eating and also in other instances of our eating experiences, maybe we're overeating, right? Maybe both are happening at the same time. So that's something to think about as well, but I hope that this episode gave you some more clarity on what the difference between binge eating versus overeating is, and maybe helped to shed some light on you learning more about your relationship with food too. Please know, regardless of your situation, you do deserve support. Um, Reach out for support if you feel like you need it. Absolutely, anytime. I will always be an advocate for that. And before I leave you off from this episode today, be sure to go ask your question to me for that special episode coming out in just a couple weeks, head to theintuitivenutritionist.com slash podcast Q, and you'll be able to either write out your question in written style or send me a little voice message question for me to answer. I would love to hear your voice. I would love to hear you speak your question out loud and get to interact with you in that way. So, please go ahead and do that now. And I can't wait to answer your questions, help you get clarity on things you're wondering about, things you're struggling with, tips that you are looking for, whatever it may be. I'm here to support you. And thank you again for 100,000 downloads of the Intuitively You podcast. It's a very exciting time. I am beyond grateful for you. And thank you as always for tuning in. And I'm very excited for what's to come. Thanks so much for listening to the Intuitively You podcast. You can find the show notes from today's episode along with all the takeaways at theintuitivenutritionist.com 
slash podcast. Let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at the.intuitive.nutritionist. Be sure to share and tag me when you're listening along. And if you're loving the podcast, I would be so honored for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button and leave a review. I'm so happy you're here and learning how to better your relationship with food, your body, and yourself. Until next time, keep on living intuitively you.